This is the Odd and Offbeat Podcast. Balls. Welcome to the Odd and Offbeat Podcast, hosted by myself and the prenatal Louis Fox. <laughs> I'm postnatal at this point for, for like 40 years. I'm running out of words. I'm running out of words. I think your thesaurus is horrible. <laughs> I just typed in Louis and it said prenatal? Oh, question yeah. mark. <laughs> One time my dad was like, you know, you should take prenatal vitamins. It's got everything you need. I take prenatal vitamins. Do you? Yeah. Oh, then my dad, who's a pharmacist, is like, and you don't even have to be pregnant to take them. I'm like, I'm not planning <laughs> on getting pregnant. You're like, should I stop when I do get pregnant? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I've never taken prenatal vitamins. Okay. I've never even thought about that as an option. Do you take vitamins? No. Okay. Because they're the biggest con in the history of the world. Oh, it goes. Ponzi scheme, <laughs> University of Phoenix, uh-huh. vitamins, uh-huh. taxes. No, I don't know. <laughs> Jaywalking tickets. Jaywalking tickets. That's the biggest BS in the world. Oh, absolutely. Because they always say driving is a privilege, not a right, but they don't treat walking like a right. And if you get hit by a car while jaywalking... We don't want those people out. So yeah. you're almost doing it a service. You're eliminating the people who can't. Thin in the herd. Yeah, exactly. So to me, it's like, why would you give someone a ticket? We should be encouraging jaywalking. Yeah. Encouraging responsible <laughs> jaywalking. Uh, what's another hustle besides uh, vitamins? Condoms. Condoms. Congress. Congress. Conundrums. Concentration. <laughs> Convicts. <laughs> I don't get the concentration on orange juice. What is that about? Mush it all down. They take the water out, and then you put the water back in. Sounds like a hustle. (laughs) I don't trust it. (laughs) Speaking of hustles, a couple weeks ago on your birthday, we went out to a bar, and we did a photo booth. Uh Uh-huh. And the pictures didn't turn out. Yes. And you got mad, and you called the guy. (laughs) There was a photo. Inside the- This should have been the warning sign. Inside the photo booth, there's a giant, like, poster that says, the bar does not own this. If you have problems, call this dude. Call a dude. Yeah, call it Ron. Yeah. And you, and I did. I called him two times because we got two photos. Because the first one was so dark that we were like, did we do something wrong? Because we packed, like, six people in the booth. And so we're like, did we block out light? But then Erica and I did a separate one, and it was equally as dark. Yep. Oh, you can't even see them for the most part. So I called the guy, and he didn't answer. I left a scathing... In in, in his defense, it was like one in the morning. (laughs) I did leave a message. Yeah. I, I left two messages, and he has not called me back. And so now I'm to the point where I'm like... I'm going to go to that bar and I'm going to put the picture that we got and a note that says, do not put your money in this thing. Save your money. This is a hustle. This is a con. Uh, Almost like vitamins. Like vitamins, Congress, and condoms. (laughs) So, yeah, I I think that I'm going to actually do that here in the next few days. Ah, nice. Yeah. Yeah. It was, I mean, that is a hustle. I always call when there's a problem because like Mm -hmm. one time... I was at a car wash and it was like one of those things where you put, you know, you do your own car wash at this facility and I put in a $5 bill and it only gave me four quarters. Okay. So, so so you lost $4. Correct. And so I called the, uh, the guy and he sent me a check. Nice. He he called me back and was like, would you like me to send you a check? And I'm like, yeah. (laughs) Yes, please. Yeah. 
the check's going to cost $7, so you send me $3. <laughs> and then I'll send you a check for $4. Ah, oh, the hustle's real. That was good, man. It was good. I'm so- sorry the pictures didn't take out. But we did take another Polaroid picture at a bar. We went to a bar called The Hideout, and it's just this small art bar yep. that has no signage at all. And their stupid art vending machine didn't work. Yeah, that is true. But we didn't put money in that. We tried. We tried. So they have a vending machine with different types of art in it, and there's different prices for each. And you get to select whatever you want, yep. and you get the art. I actually have a few things, uh, maybe not in here, but in the house from that vending machine. But they have a drink where you order the drink and you get a Polaroid of yourself. Yeah. So that was kind of nice. Yeah. Yeah. Guy took a Polaroid. It came out better than the photo booth. Yes, that's true. And it came with a drink. It came with a cocktail. <laughs> it was probably about the same price, actually. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when you figure in the labor of you calling the guy. <laughs> For the minutes I used to call Bolivia. Yeah. <laughs> Where the guy lives. How come this customer service phone number has 17 <laughs> digits and a plus in it? Uh, yeah, so it was a good birthday outside of the pictures not turning out. Yeah. Yeah, but. We're going to leave him a Yelp review. The, I don't think you get a photo booth for the. Yeah, because I think it was like its own. Oh, leave the company itself. Yeah, because I think it was like, hey, the bar doesn't own this, by the way, called, you know, photo booth Seattle LLC or uh-huh. whatever. Yeah. Maybe leave them a Yelp review. Give them one star and a thumbs down. One star and a thumbs down. Because yeah. they didn't call me back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I didn't factor in. Take off if one star. If you would have st- called me back, I would have been like, okay. Yeah, I'm fine cool. losing the $10 or whatever it costs. Yeah, just treat me like a human. Yeah. That's all I want. Exactly. That's what we should do. We should just build a box, a cardboard box. <laughs> go, to, go to Goodwill, get a camera <laughs> mounted inside. <laughs> photo booth drop it off at some bar come back a month later with a shit ton of money do you know what it is is you have the photo booth all set up and it flashes but you're just inside looking through like a mirror glass thing Mm -hmm. and you just sketch them four times oh that's drop it out that's good yeah that's smart probably take more time than actually taking a a yeah but when the sketch pops out you'd be like all right cool yeah right that's worth five bucks that's actually a great idea louis yeah we should do that. All right, let's get on it. <laughs> All right, we should get to the stories. Let's do it. Let's get to some weird news. This story comes from Newsweek.com. That's a news source more reliable than a pacifist voodoo doll. Pacifist voodoo doll. So a voodoo doll that doesn't want to inflict, is too lazy to <laughs> inflict. More conscientiously objecting tough. To, to do it, yeah. I feel like I'd be torn if I was a voodoo doll. <laughs> like I, on what I, you know. You're like, does Sally really deserve to be voodooed? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I would do if I was a voodoo doll. <laughs> You're like, I'd get pissed. I'd probably stuck in mess me. around I'd with it for a while. I'd probably be pissed all day because people are stabbing me. I, I, I'd probably mess around with it for a while. I'd dabble, and then when I saw the effects, I'd probably feel bad. Yeah, and then try and somehow get the pins out of me. Uh, work them out. Rescue the people. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, <laughs> yeah. I always thought Newsweek was a weird title because it's like, why isn't it Newsday? Because like, they send out a magazine once a week. Oh. Well, Thank you. You learn something every day. There you go. 
So this, this I used to subscribe to this, and then they invented the internet. This story kind of came out of left field because we went down a wormhole of flesh-eating bacteria. Well, we started with, in China, doctors found a family of cockroaches living in a dude's ear. Yeah. And we were going to do that, but this is better. An ear is way more comfortable than a roach motel. Yes. And so... Yeah, it's, it's an ear... It's an ear, ear beaver. <laughs> It's the Hilton. (laughs) So we decided we found a different one that we thought was a little bit more interesting than the roaches living in the air, but it also comes from China. And the China China is the Florida of Asia. (laughs) (laughs) Like everyone wears flip flops, everyone smokes, and everyone spits a lot. Yeah, and they like Trump. (laughs) No. Uh, So the story goes: flesh-eating tapeworm removed from man's brain after 15 years of infection. That tapeworm can, like, drive a car with a licensed driver over the age of 18 in it. Yeah. 15 years this thing was living in his brain. He was possessed by a tapeworm. Uh, yeah. He's committing crimes. He's like, I don't know. I know. It wasn't me. <laughs> it wasn't me. It was the tapeworm. It was the tapeworm. <laughs> Would we come up with the best excuse for, for robbing a place last night? You go, oh, new meds. Yeah. <laughs> My old meds would allow me not to get caught. <laughs> I was much more stealthy. My bad. <laughs> New meds. I'm a little sloppy. Damn you, Big Pharma. <laughs> Doctors have removed a nearly five-inch long flesh-eating tapeworm from the head of a Chinese man who became infected 15 years ago. Apparently hasn't eaten too much flesh. For 15 years, the dude's brain still works. Yeah, agreed. Who we? Well, we get later in the story. There is oh, some, yeah. uh, some complications. But he would have gotten it taken care of 14 years ago, but that's how long it takes for the doctors to get to you. Yeah, in China. (laughs) Wang Lei from the city of Gongzai in southeast China underwent a two-hour-long procedure at the Gongdong Sanjing Brain Hospital, during which medical staff took out the parasite belonging to the species Spargnanum mansoni, the Daily Mirror reported. There's a lot of hard words in that paragraph. (laughs) I did no research on how to pronounce any of those, so I apologize if you are from any of those areas, like the Sanjing Brain Hospital. uh, Guangdong province is where my dad grew up. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Does he ever have any parasite issues? Not that I'll ask him. I'll probably see him see him tonight. Yeah, you I'll should ask, ask him. him. Be like, as as a youth, did you did you have you ever had or currently have a <laughs> fifteen inch brain eating? Well, parasite? he's a pharmacist, right? So yeah. did he get his pharmacy degree here in the states, or yeah. did he get it? Went to University of Omaha. Gotcha, as one does. Yeah, so he probably has more likely to have <laughs> a brain tumor. <laughs> Quickest path to pharmacy degree: University of Omaha. These tapeworms usually live in the intestines of dogs and cats as adults. However, the larva can be ingested by humans, according to the CDC, the Center for Diseases Control and Prevention. I think, like, this dude doing drugs one night, and he decided to cut up a sweet line of sweet lady TW. Yeah? Some, some hot tapeworm? <laughs> some dude at the club's like, you want to get really high? <laughs> No, no, trust me, man. You don't want the H train. You don't want meth. You want to freebase some tapeworm. You'll, you'll never come down. 
<laughs> These larvae can cause a parasitic infection known as sparganosis. The sim- also my favorite dish at the old spaghetti factory. Sparganosis. I feel like that's a Primus album or something. <laughs> I feel like it's an Italian dessert. <laughs> the symptoms of which can vary depending on where they migrate to in the host's body. They move south for the this winter. This is some crazy shit, man. Yeah. The parasite can end up in several places, including the breast, urinary tract, lungs, abdominal <laughs> organs, central nervous systems, and the subcutaneous tissue, the innermost layer of skin. You know when you're sick and you Google your symptoms? Yeah. And, like, WebMD says you, you have cancer or whatever? Now, immediately, I'm just going to tapeworm. Tapeworminfection.com? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, immediately. Like, Do I have tapeworm? <laughs> I don't feel well. What's wrong? My back hurts. Tapeworm. Yeah, I feel like WebMD either is always cancer or some sort of infectious bacteria or para- some sort of parasite that's living inside of you. Has it ever given anyone like a correct diagnosis that wasn't fatal? D- WebMD? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you just, you have shingles like yeah. that? Or? Yeah, like you don't ever get, oh, you have the cold. It's always like you, well, it, it, it gives goes, you a range. It's like you could either have a cold or stage four pancreatic <laughs> cancer. It's like it's wide range. You, you could have a cold or you could currently be dead in a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> when the parasite ends up in the subcutaneous tissue, the victim may develop painful nodules. If it finds its way to the ear, the patient can experience vertigo or deafness. But if it reaches the brain or spine, the host can suffer a variety of neurological symptoms, including weakness, headaches, seizures, and abnormal skin sensations such such as numbness or tingling. See, Spider-Man didn't have any superpowers. (laughs) He just had worms. My spidey (laughs) senses are tingling. No, that's just the the worm eating your brain. Lay said that he began to feel numbness down his left side in 2000. Since then, his health has gradually worsened to the point where he suffered frequent seizures and blackouts. But the seizures and blackouts are just from China's smog. Yeah, that's freaking crazy, man. This man saw several specialists in an attempt to find out what was causing his problems. He was even treated for a suspected malignant brain tumor before doctors eventually discovered a tapeworm living in his head in 2018. That's crazy. He's like, all the back rent he's due from that tapeworm. <laughs> Ain't no free rides. <laughs> yeah. The, he's getting free food. <laughs> he's eating for free. He's causing blackouts. He he uses so much energy, his body shuts down. <laughs> we can't even function. It's a lot of Xbox, man. <laughs> A lot of Xbox. <laughs> Initially, they advised him to undergo a non-surgical form of treatment given that the location of the tapeworm made an operation risky. However, the treatment was not successful and doctors finally decided to operate. What could this non-surgical... It's something alive in your body. Like, what are you going to do? Whippets? And like, yeah. <laughs> stuff- <laughs> Suffocate yourself. Erotic asphyxiation. <laughs> yeah. Like, we're going to choke out that tapeworm. <laughs> Good news, we're going to choke out the tapeworm. Bad news, to do that, we got to choke you out. <laughs> yeah, like, did they do, like, some sort of radiation, like, high radiation pills or something? Like, what do you do? In China, you can do anything. Yeah, they, right? they, they just like... numb the guy and just jabbed an ice pick into his head, <laughs> trying to get it. Like, oh, missed it. All right, so they decided to operate. The surgery was risky, Dr. Gu from Senji Brain Hospital told reporters. The live tapeworm was moving in his brain, and we had to remove all of it. Otherwise, the leftover part could grow again. Yeah, right? Like, how do you even know you get all of it? Like, I get. I, I think the goal is you grab it and you, like, pull ah, it out. Brutal. 
years ago, my cat had tapeworms and I saw or worms and one came out of its butt. And did you pull it out? I watched it come out and like wiggle at me like, come here. <laughs> and I like. You couldn't do it. I like, like, my cat's going to suffer. Yeah. I have to <laughs> I'd try rather to... my cat die painfully than me help it. I had to choke out the cat. <laughs> Yeah, choke it out and then give it the little, uh, <laughs> little, the little, the little metal paddle. <laughs> it is not the only case. Our hospital has treated four patients this year, he said. People should be careful when cooking frogs, snails, and snakes that need to be cooked thoroughly. Also, do not drink water in the wild unless it has been boiled. So you've been to China. Yes. I don't know how much walking around you did. I did a lot of drinking out of sewers. <laughs> Well, I've done a ton of walking around, you know, in Shanghai and Beijing, like through the like little like local markets. Yeah. And there is like frogs and turtles and snakes all like just in little water basins. Little Tupperware. Yeah, that bin. you can buy. Yeah. And I because I thought about that. I'm like, sure. Yeah. Like, people eat that. What's accessible to them. But are they cooking it correctly? And that's the thing. I had a ton of like weird back alley street food when I was there yeah. where I just pointed at it and like, e, and they're like, yeah. You're supposed to watch them cook it. Oh, gotcha. But a lot of stuff was just like there. I'm like, I'll take. Yeah, because these are they're not they're just caught in the wild. Like they're yeah. not growing. You know, they're not raising frogs. They're right? not farming them. Yeah, like they just catch them and then they bring them into the market and they sell them. And who knows what these? I probably have, have a 15 year old brain tumor right now. <laughs> and I only went to China two years ago. <laughs> I was wondering those seizures that you have regularly. I was like, maybe you should think about getting that checked out. I've just attributed the blackouts <laughs> to drinking. Uh, yeah, no chow mein in China for me anymore. <laughs> Bargainosis is rare, although cases have been reported in Asia, Africa, Australia, South America, and the U.S. The majority of cases occur in Southeast Asia and East African countries. Yeah, stuff I, I like how they're like, it's rare, except it's been reported in every continent, yeah. <laughs> including Antarctica. Yeah, and it regularly occurs in Asia and East Africa. I mean, those are probably places that, you know... The sanitation. Sanitation and, and, and issues. The cooking. They don't have refrigeration. Yep. Uh, there's a picture not of this particular one, not of the specific worm, but of a tapeworm that was pulled out of a patient in Oklahoma, which, you know, same issues as China. Yeah. Right. Eating, <laughs> they, they eating weird animals. No sanitation. <laughs> no, no cooking standards. <laughs> and it is quite large. It's uh, it looks like I don't think that's actual size. Yeah. But it, this is probably magnified, but it's still like. Having that live inside of your brain, man, it'd be weird. Like, I wonder if you could feel it because I, I don't think your brain has like nerves. Well, in like, the other, nerves. the other thing that we were researching, which was the parasites or the cockroaches in the ear, you read a blog about a woman who had a roach inside of her ear that she could feel, and they they recognized it, they saw it, and they couldn't get it out. Yep, and the roach realized that they were trying. It was. Someone was trying to extract it. So it was heading, heading and she west. she could feel it going further inside of her head. I can't imagine that, dude. Yeah. Oh. So uh, what do we think about this? Goody got it out. <laughs> okay, wow. Thank you. <laughs> That's some insightful. <laughs> um, I, I, wa- I wonder if he's going to have, like, the lost twin syndrome. Like, it's been with him so oh, long. Oh, like a phantom limb or yeah. something, right? Yeah, He like... Sometimes at night he can feel. I don't the have anybody worm. to talk to it anymore. Yeah. Well, I would blame all sorts of stuff on like you know like a divorce or back payments or like you know bankruptcy. I'd be like, I had a tapeworm in my it was, head. It wasn't even me. <laughs> it wasn't even me saying that racist stuff. <laughs> it was the tapeworm. <laughs> yeah, man. It's, I'm glad he got it out. Wow. And these tapeworms are pretty small, so they, it looks like it could be pretty easy for them to get into an ear canal or. How did they know it was 15 years old? 
I think they just sort of dated it back to when he went like he, he... yeah when the last time he ate unsanitary food. <laughs> Come on. When's the last time you had a frog? Well, last night. Well, because yeah. <laughs> he, he had numbness down his side. Oh, like so when the symptoms started, yeah. So and it grew apparently. Yeah, so there's pictures of tapeworms. There's a ton. Oh, man, these are gross pictures. Do not Google tapeworm, whatever you do. <laughs> I'm doing it right now. <laughs> yeah, so we're glad this guy's got it out of his brain. And it's kind of crazy that who? just be careful in yeah. Asia. Yeah, just cook your food. It's cool. All right. I like it. And now it's time for Strange Stories from the Time Capsule with Dr. Henry. In the 19th century, a popular medicine for kids, Mrs. Winslow's soothing syrup, included morphine. Weird News Part 2. This story comes from the good old foxnews.com. That's a news source more reliable than a blind optometrist. You can't have a blind optometrist? (laughs) No, he's like, I can't see any cataracts. (laughs) They can't feel for it? Maybe maybe it helps them. Maybe, you know, they're more thorough and better. His sense of touch is heightened when he feels your eye chart. You can feel cataracts. (laughs) So I find it interesting that a story that we're going to talk about that is clearly an extremely sexist story yes is on foxnews.com <laughs> what <laughs> the story goes japan ban on women wearing glasses sparks backlash you know what they should ban 35 year old dudes wearing those steampunk goggles yes they should <laughs> it's like they're just 35 year old men i think i think 35 and up 35 and up okay yeah. i mean I, anyone but at some point you're like yeah, you should be in the middle of your career right now. You yeah. don't need those. Yeah, maybe that's their getaway. That's their getaway? Maybe they're blind optometrists. And they, <laughs> they're optometrists. They have no idea. <laughs> the optometrist is blind. He's like, you know what you need? You need these. Yeah, maybe the steampunk thing you know, helps, helps them out a little bit. It helps bit. the, the, the uh, eye doctor feel the prescription <laughs> yeah. by the, the uh, cogs on the side. A purported ban of glasses worn by female employees in Japan has sparked widespread backlash. Local media reported that some companies have prohibited eyewear with some saying that they make female employees seem cold. It's not that weird dress code they have in Japan where everyone wears like a navy blue suit. They all look like they're auditioning for a part in the sequel to The Ring. <laughs> that doesn't make you look cold at all. Uh, so you, you're a man who... <laughs> Thank you. You're a man, I think. <laughs> yeah, a person who wears glasses. Yes. Who has worn glasses most of their life, yeah. correct? What's some have you ran into any sort of prejudice against you or nope. anything? I mean people like, why don't you have to wear contacts? Because I only got one bad eye and it's not bad enough. Uh you can't wear one contact? Like I like I'm a pirate in one eye, like a secret <laughs> pirate? No, gross. <laughs> now I will say as someone who wears glasses, I am prejudiced against a lot of people who wear glasses. Why? Because they don't clean them. They're all oh, smudged and foggy. Gotcha. I'm like how bad is your vision when that thing you're looking through is so dirty that that's an improvement? Yeah. I don't have nearsightedness. I have grimy sightedness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, have, I have to look through a sheet of grime. <laughs> my, to... my vision is too sharp. <laughs> I've got 4K vision. I need to knock it down to 1080p. So it's interesting that they're saying that it makes the female employees seem cold because I always thought that 
glasses were supposed to make people seem more smart. It makes it makes you hot for teachers what it does. Yeah, like when I first started performing, I was a street performer and I always wore glasses because there was a study saying people are more likely to give you money if you're wearing glasses. Oh, really? Yeah, so I'd wear fake glasses. So that's interesting that it makes them seem cold because I always thought people were more likely to think that you're more intelligent, you're more credible. Uh. That sort of stuff. So it says, however, other companies like airlines claim the ban is for security reasons while others in the beauty and fashion industry said it does not let the workers makeup be seen properly the bbc reported all right so if you work for an airline and you're like a flight attendant you can't wear glasses for security yet the other 300 people in the tube can wear it and you're the only one who's had additional screening to get your credentials yeah it seems kind of backwards so they're saying that, but it's only women, right? But men are allowed to wear glasses. They're only saying women are not allowed to wear glasses. Yes. So the idea is they're used to saying, oh, it's a security reasons, but That's why BS. can the guys wear it? Yeah, well, then I, I get if you're in the beauty or fashion industry as a model mm-hmm. or, or even maybe a salesperson, if you're selling makeup, they need to see it. Uh-huh. I get that. But anything else, no. Like if you're just modeling a shirt, yeah. No. Yeah. After the initial reports, hashtag glasses ban began trending on Twitter. This is not the first time Japan has caused controversy for demanding women to wear or not wear something specific in the workplace. In March, <laughs> they had the, the, the poop museum, right? Yes. <laughs> you have to dress as a giant emoji poop. <laughs> mm. In March, women rallied against the requirement to wear makeup, while this summer, an online petition went viral demanding a ban on mandatory dress codes for women. Now, if I was a woman in Japan and I was required to wear makeup, I'd go full-on juggalo. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Just like clown makeup. Clown makeup, drinking the fuego. Uh, (laughs) Have a bat. Yeah, you're right. It doesn't say what type of makeup. Yeah. Actress and freelance writer Yumi Ishikawa launched the petition saying that women face health issues for consistently wearing high-heeled shoes at work. She said she was required to wear heels at her part-time job in a funeral parlor. Now, all right, there's a couple things. First one is she's an actress and freelance writer. That's her occupation. Uh-huh. But she works at a funeral parlor. No. Part-time. She, she's a funeral parlor worker. Who dabbles in acting and writing? That's number one. But it is right that, like, mandatory high heels for women. It's like, what, you got to look sexy for the ghosts? (laughs) No. At a funeral parlor, there's a lot of emotions, a lot of stuff you got to tiptoe around. Yeah. Oh, right. I'm sorry. It's just our policy. You have to wear high heels in the workplace. I'm an aerobic instructor. (laughs) Like, seriously? Yeah, but you got to look good. I I work at the GM factory. Japan's health minister, Takumi Yamoto, said in June that heels were necessary and appropriate in the workplace. Yeah, that's like that's the same, like, health minister who's like, yeah, smoking cigarettes cures cancer. Yeah. Well, and it, it, for me, it's like, okay, if they are necessary, then make the dudes wear them, too. Yeah. Is this the dude who's like, uh, Fukushima's okay to go into? Yeah, we prefer our women to not see or walk correctly. <laughs> <laughs> Those are necessary and appropriate. We need blind people who walk very odd. (laughs) It is socially acceptable as something that falls within the realm of being occupationally necessary and appropriate, he said at the time. Oh, at the time. I wonder if he changed. Kumuko Nemoto, professor of sociology of Kyoto University of Foreign Studies, told BBC News that Japan was reacting to outdated policies and that companies are valuing women's appearance instead of their work. 
Yeah, I mean, if their work is at a brothel. Yeah. And even then, I guess the work is important, too. Yeah, it is. That's important work. Come on now. Uh, the reasons why women are not supposed to wear glasses really don't make sense, she said. It's all about gender. It's pretty discriminatory. Yeah, I mean, I think that's pretty obvious. It's If men are allowed to wear glasses, then uh, women should also be allowed I would glasses. start pushing the envelope. I'd be like, how about two monocles? Yeah. They're not glasses. You get the slinky eye. <laughs> yeah, the... the slinky eye glasses. <laughs> Like, these aren't actual glasses. <laughs> the Groucho Marx glasses. <laughs> it's just an eye patch. Yeah, that's what make you seem cold, the Groucho Marx glasses, right? <laughs> like, oh, that seems, he seems very <laughs> seems silly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I don't just don't get it. I mean, I, I think glasses are very attractive. I think yeah. They, you know, I don't know why they would make them think that the woman was cold. Well, and it, it makes people think you're smarter. Yeah. I mean, when I travel around, when I check into a hotel and they see oh you're with the fair they always ask me what i do Mm -hmm. so i always make them guess yeah and if i'm wearing my glasses they're always like you're with i always get alcohol enforcement oh interesting but like like a cool job like a u.s marshal or something yeah like i'm gonna you know start busting up casks of whiskey with a (laughs) sledgehammer i go full elliot ness i would say travel accountant (laughs) yeah i get or i get like like yeah like the guy who does the numbers. Uh-huh. If I'm not wearing my glasses, they're like, what ride do you run? Uh-huh. So they're... Cow impregnator. <laughs> I do the cow impregnation <laughs> demo. Something with science that's super weird. Yeah, so without the glasses, it's way more blue collar yeah. than when I wear the glasses. Yeah. So what do we think about this? I think it's good that they're trying to make the change, and I think it's stupid, the rules in the first place. Yeah, absolutely. Super sexist. In Japan, you got to step this up. This is ridiculous. Yeah. Come on now. It's 2019. You've got a poop museum. Yeah, you have a poop museum, but women can't wear glasses? Yeah. I'm on board with the heels, but no. <laughs> I, I think that I they... only want I only want a funeral part. The heels. It's all heels. <laughs> all heels. <laughs> you open the, the casket. It's just like the dude's feet. I would out. love a, a heel casket yeah yeah are you gonna have an open casket yeah it's just the dude's crotch hanging out (laughs) the middle's open you don't want to see his face i am i'll be honest with you i am for mandatory heels but the men have to wear them also yes yeah i'm all all for it and so i'm gonna make an addendum to my will real quick if i die in the next year so when i between now and a year from when this comes out if i die you got to make it happen custom casket Open casket, but just just the just middle. your crotch, just the crotch. Wait, wait, wait. Where did this come from? I we just came up with it just now. <laughs> okay, <All right>. <laughs> I love how a story about you can... women's repression <laughs> goes to you showing your crotch at your funeral. It came from showing the feet in the open casket. <laughs> okay. All right. How about just the feet? In, all right. If you can make that happen, ten thousand dollars from my will to you. Okay. All right. Done. But you have to spend that That's money easy. on the on the casket. No. <laughs> All right, caskets included. Ten grand to you. Okay, deal. Valid from now for one. And we year. can we can bring in this woman to to do the story on it. Yeah, I, I think we should. I don't I don't like it. I don't like it either. That's it for today, folks. I want to thank you so much for listening. If you want, you can help us out by becoming a Patreon member. 
supporter, yeah, you can support us on Patreon from between $2 and I think $30. Yeah. We've got all sorts of prizes we give you. You can get postcards from the road. You can get snuggles. It's, well, we don't do postcards. <laughs> <laughs> nice, Louie. Well played. I don't know if that's going to drive more traffic to the site or get people to already unsubscribe from being our Patreon contributors. Or we're going to get emails from our Patreon contributors and be like, what's up? Where's my snuggles? Where's my snuggles? <laughs> All I got was a stupid postcard. <laughs> uh, where can the fine people see the Louis Fox show this week? This week on the 5th of December, I will be in Cedar Park, Texas, doing a magic workshop for the local magicians in the Austin area. Okay, cool. That it? That's that's all? That's that, it. You don't got nothing? I, I'm doing some corporate gigs if you want to pretend like you work for uh, different companies. So, oh, okay. I got you. Yeah, it's the only public thing you can check yeah, me out at. Right. Um, where can they check out the Matt Baker Comedy Stunt Show? It is the same. I have a couple corporate events in here in Seattle, and then I got one in Utah, and then I'm just hanging out, man. That's it? Yeah. <laughs> That's it? <laughs> well... <laughs> <laughs> it's busy season. That's why I'm surprised that. Well, it's you know. busy season for private gigs. Yes, correct. If you're not in the industry, this is uh, a lot of corporations and companies have holiday parties and they hire entertainment. So it is a premier time to get hired in if you're a performer. Yeah. Because there is a lot of events happening that need entertainment. Yeah. So, yeah, if you want to act like you work for the man, <laughs> let put, us know. We'll sneak put a you in. Tie on. <laughs> You can come in. It'll be amazing. <laughs> have uh, you have you ever eaten GoDaddy's muffins before? It's amazing. And what's funny is like these shows, they're hit or miss, right? Like sometimes they're really great and sometimes they can be completely awful. But the check always clears. Yes, it's true. Because like when you go in, a lot of the times, like these are people that maybe only put on in one event a year. And so they're not necessarily thinking of the best layout for your show yep uh when you coming into it well and they always do weird stuff for me like i'll go to start the show and they'll turn off all the lights i'm like what's up with that and they're like oh or just the lights above the stage uh-huh. and they go oh it'd be more mysterious to have a magician in the dark oh yeah i'm like yeah you can't see anything <laughs> i have to remind them i need the lights on because a lot of the, these are in like hotel ballrooms that yep. don't have great lighting and i have to be like i need as much light as I can have. Yeah. Like I want all the lights on in the whole room. And they're like, oh, it doesn't seem like that'd be good ambiance for the show. It's like, well, I'd rather see what I'm doing. I'd rather see the people <laughs> looking at me going, that guy sucks. <laughs> than staring into the darkness of people going, that guy sucks. I want to see the faces of the people I disappoint. Yeah. You know, you got to own that. Um, so yeah, thanks so much for listening folks. And if you want to shoot us a line, you can at info at odd and offbeat.com with, uh, any news stories that you come across or any weird stories of your own. Yep. Or you can invite us to your corporate gig. We'll come and eat, eat food. Yes. We will complain about how dark it is. Yeah. Well, we'll we won't perform. We'll just, <laughs> we'll, eat, we'll, we'll be your plus one. We'll be like those Muppets guy on the side. <laughs> eh, this caviar is a little stale. All right, folks. Well, thank you so much for listening. We hope you have a weird week. We are out. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Odd and Offbeat podcast. Stay weird.